Episode 1. It's hard to be honest. Well, not in the truest sense of the word. But if you work in the creative services, or if you're an entrepreneur, and especially if you're a woman, you know how important keeping up appearances is to your career. And that's what we're talking about today. The Speakeasy Podcast. Honest conversations about leadership and sanity in the creative industry. I'm Karen Steffel. And I'm Jen Estel. Managing creativity and business, we probably have an opinion on that. No prohibitions. Clearly, we have cocktails. We have a rosemary gin fizz today, and it is delicious. There's fresh lemon, local honey, and Hendrix, which I really enjoy Hendrix. I do too. With some soda. And this rosemary was grown in your yard. It sure was, and there were no bugs on it when we shoved it in the glass. Without washing. (laughs) Because that's honest, right? Yep. I don't have time to to wash the rosemary. Karen doesn't need clean rosemary. Karen's brave. Karen's lucky to have rosemary. It's organic. Come on. (laughs) We are both in the business of making people look good. Yep. It's our job to make sure that um, people's images are maintained, that they're thinking about it correctly, that they're speaking about it correctly, that they're communicating appropriately about their image. So we are kind of those shepherds all the time. And so we got to have our shit together. My shit is never together. I actually don't think that's bad. I think because if it's our job to help other people look really polished, then the expectation is that we have some facility around that, right? So I am a person who uh, really appreciates the way that my house looks, but don't go in my bedroom. Like, the, you know, that's not the public part of my house. Just don't look at what a trash. I don't even let the cleaning lady in my bedroom. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so similarly, like, my office is kind of a reflection of my brain, and you've seen my office, and it's upside down right now. And that's just kind of where I'm at. So it's interesting to be on, a, you know, from a client's perspective, they must trust us. I suppose so. Well, the truth is, too, you can't, if you can't empathize with the problem, you can't solve it. So knowing how hard it is to project logic and organization and polish helps us help people do it better. So our pitch is, we're shit shows, too. Right. We gotcha. Look how, look how crazy we are, and we still manage to pull it off. That's right, because it is. It's, it's all-encompassing. You know, the fact that we can be honest about that we're not always polished. The fact of the matter is... The first thing people say, how are you doing? Great. Great is the answer. Fantastic. All of, we've, we've heard everybody talk about Instagram feeds look wonderful. The life we all project is perfect. Right. Being honest about how difficult it is or what a struggle it was or how you got disappointed or lost a client is not something that we do. Well, because it projects, it, it communicates weakness somehow. Right. Right. And I think especially as women that... Um, we're already kind of saddled <laughs> with with bags, with <laughs> saddlebags and the like. But you know, we're already saddled with having to do kind of the perception of be, needing to be able to do it all, mm-hmm. and um, and so therefore we hold ourselves to that standard, which is absolutely ridiculous. But it is is saying I don't get it, saying I'm afraid, saying I'm too tired, uh, or exhausted, or. My heart's not in it. It's just being that honest just it doesn't work. No. The amazing and the magic part is your heart might not be in it or you might be tired and you still do it anyway. And you still do it really well. Yeah. That's, I think, the gift of being where we are in our careers. I think the extent to which we have to fake it is so pervasive in our lives that I think maybe we don't even know that we're doing it. I so agree. 
It's you fake it so that your staff thinks that everything's just fine, even when you feel like you're dying a little inside and you're completely overwhelmed. You fake it to at home to like, I have no desire to review homework or to pack another lunch. But, you know, you're not going to saddle your kid with the fact that you don't want to. And and really is always not old enough to pack her own lunch. Fair. Toddlers so. really suck at that. And and so so similarly, you have to do the same thing with your clients. And it's exhausting. It's just absolutely exhausting. But the thing that I think people really look to the leader's face to make sure that things are going okay. There's this, it's the flight attendant example. It's the, you know, you hit turbulence and everybody looks up at the flight attendant. And if the flight attendant doesn't look scared, then you're like, oh, okay, I'm not going to die. And that's what we are as business right. owners, as parents, as uh, employers. Well, when you're the leader, people look to you to understand how to how to react to a situation, how to attack a situation. And so you have to model what you want out of your folks, whether they be at home or at work. And so modeling being positive in the face of challenge or, well, I know this was a setback, but it's okay because that's what we learn to do all the time. But it's tiring. It's exhausting. And I think actually it's taxing. I think there's an absolute cost to faking it, which is why we are so interested in talking about honesty, is the the cost of faking it, I think especially as entrepreneurs, I read uh, I read an article in Inc. Magazine uh, forever ago that said that 45% of all entrepreneurs uh, experience a constant state of worry. So whether that's, you know, the symptom of not sleeping at night and worrying about what's going to happen next or hand-wringing behind closed doors, worrying about things like cash flow or human resource issues or, you know, landing a contract that, that means something important to cash flow. It's that constant state of worry. And I don't, I mean, I don't know that I'm at 45%, but I certainly have spent weeks on end being 100% worried <laughs> in a state of worry. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, so maybe 45%. Well, no, you're one of the 45% of entrepreneurs who's in a constant state of worry most of the time. Maybe. <laughs> if, you, if you had to average my worry <laughs> across 52 weeks, maybe 45% of the time I'm wringing my hands. I don't know. And being in that kind of stress all of the time is not healthy. You think about this stuff all the time. I constantly dream about the office. I dream about staff. I dream about contracts that we may win, pitches that we might have done. Your brain isn't turned off even when you're sleeping. Denying and burying that kind of stress all of the time is not healthy, but we do it really well, don't we? We do. But that's also kind of how this podcast was born, right? Yeah. It was born out of this uh, evolution in our relationship of kind of trusting each other and working with one another and going out and, you know, having a cocktail and kind of sharing those war stories and saying, well, what do you do? And I don't know what I'm going to do next. And how do you do this? I never learned that. And something bad happened and I'm not over it. And I feel like I'm grieving it like a bad relationship. And those are really hard things to admit, but they're, they're real things that happen and I think the the aha moment that you had where it was like, well, if, if this is working for us in our relationship, and I think there's, I go back to, you know, getting it off your shoulders, not only just helps because you get it off, you know, it's a weight lifted, but to normalize that you're feeling that way mm-hmm. as, a, as a business owner, as a female business owner, um, that we spend so much time holed up in our heads, right? Right. That having somebody to lean on, it's not only cathartic, but it's good for you like vitamins. Well, it is good for you like vitamins. You know, the the point we were making earlier, we are in the job of holding up appearances and helping people, helping people look good. We're in the job of looking like we've got it together. 
And that does get tiring. So what we're hoping now for all of our listeners and for the two of us is that we can take that veneer off and talk about how difficult it really is and relieve some of that stress and share it so people feel like it's normalized a little bit. I'm not the only one who feels this way. I'm not the only one who doesn't know how to run my business without whatever key staffer. So it's nice to just be honest and admit that it's not nearly as perfect as it looks from the outside. I think the entrepreneurial spirit is an optimist, right? You, you jump in with yeah. both feet because you're an optimist and you're like, I have something special that, that can make me money. <laughs> I could do something for someone or sell something that is, is going to be valuable to somebody. And then or, you forget that it's really hard work. It's really hard work. Or you think, I can do that just as well as he did. I can do that just as well as she did. What you don't see is all the things that go into it. Mm-hmm. And you learn those as you go. Mm-hmm. I think, too, there are so many entrepreneurs who did not go to business school did not grow up understanding how to do human resources or finances. You get into entrepren- you you become an entrepreneur or you start a business because there's something you love and you're excited about it, but you have no idea how to do the wraparound things to make it really function. And for both of us who have been in this for a, a number of years, if we totaled them up, you know, added yours and mine, it would be a number of years. Um, we we've figured that all out the hard way. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's something that you said as we as we kind of go through the process of creating a podcast and go through the process of um, forming our opinions on things. Even that process has been cathartic and and really kind of identifying the things that we want to talk about or uh, the things that maybe we don't want to talk about because we're uncomfortable about it. Maybe by year two, we'll be comfortable with all of the things. Yeah, I doubt it. I just don't (laughs) think that's human nature. And I think the topics that we're not so comfortable talking about mm-hmm. should be bumped up the list because they're worth exploring. Right. So I hope that our listeners are willing to kind of go through this process with us. Uh, I hope they're willing to listen to conversations about honesty or about priorities or about balance or about, you know, the tools we use in our office that solve problems, efficiency problems for us, whatever the myriad of you know, the myriad things that we'll talk about are, I hope people are willing to walk with us through that conversation, learn some things from us, but also contribute back because we definitely want to hear from people. Yeah, I'm sure hoping it's not just Jen and Karen who don't know what they're doing on a daily basis. I'm fairly certain there are other really successful women out there who have that question pretty regularly. Well, and because really it's not about us. We're both business owners and we know as mothers it's not about us <laughs> when you own a, when you own a business it's not about you <laughs> because you're constantly of service well and when you're in a creative industry and a service industry it's not about you it's not about my answer or what makes me satisfied it's about solving my client's problem so it's almost never ever about us right and we'll talk about that we are at so some humble point. But we will we'll talk about that uh, in the future about recognition and, and things like that things that are tough. Those are really, really tough things. So I'm hoping that because people will realize that this isn't just us uh, enjoying the sound of our own voices. <laughs> but <laughs> I do it. not enjoy the sound of my own voice. So I'm hoping that we hear from listeners about what they want to talk about, what they appreciate talking about, what kind of booze they like to drink, um, and just hear that what the things that we go through they're not alone. We know yeah. that we're not alone. And I just want to kind of strip back that veneer, like you said earlier, and and kind of see if we can walk forward together. That's true. If you feel like you're faking it, rest assured, everyone else does too. And we're just going to talk about that a little bit and have some fun. 
this gin fizz was really, really good, but my glass is empty, so that pretty much wraps up our conversation, I suppose. If you want to check out the recipe for the cocktail we had today, check us out online at the Speakeasy Podcast. Or send us your ideas for really great cocktails, or even future episodes, at Easy Underground on all the social channels. We definitely want to hear from you. On our next episode, we're going to figure out if we're still entrepreneurs. Seriously. Startups and kickstarts are on trend today. But if you've been around for a while, are you still an entrepreneur? Join us next time. We'll figure it out. <laughs>